Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Two Guys, One Movie Podcast. My name is Matt Gallo, and I'm joined, as always, by the, ooh, lovable Justin Dubin. At first I'm lovable, and then you find out that I'm extremely <laughs> wicked, shockingly evil and vile, I guess. No, wow. that's just a joke. I'm, I would say of those, three, of those three adjectives, wicked, evil, and vile, you would probably be vile. <laughs> I would not. I wouldn't disagree with that. <laughs> I don't I know mean, which one you would be. I would say you're yeah. wicked. Wicked. Oh, because I, I like people's misery. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't know if that's even true. I'm recording this, Justin, from my uh, family room right now because the office where I've been recording for the past three years or so uh, since moving into my home is now too close to the baby's sleeping area. And then she would w- wake her up? Are you sure? Maybe that's the thing, but like, why would I take that chance? Because it's funny to me. No, she has there's there's an air purifier running in there, along with a song that apparently helps babies calm down to go to sleep at pretty loud volume. So I'm pretty What's sure your song. She, it's called Weightless. Does it have words? No, it's just like it's kind of basically white noise, but like it's it's got like a beat. How did they like decide a, on that one? How did they prove? That? Why did they decide on that tune? I don't why think they did. I don't think they did. But it was in some parent blogs as like you know it knocks out their kids. So we started using it, and I mean, is it a song that like you have to buy or a machine that you have to buy, or you just no, like, no, you know, no? It was it's on. It's like a, it's my. No, it's like a guy. I think it's just he makes relaxing songs. It was on YouTube. It's on Spotify. It's on Pandora. It's on. So you have it on loop. And yeah, so there's a version that's ten hours long. (laughs) 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 Is it? Do you like the song? It's it's not much of a song. It's more like a in like a. It's like the ocean. It's like the ocean, but there is a beat. Do you do you ever use music or the the nature sounds to go to bed? Yeah, yeah, of course. You do. Yeah, I like. We have a Google Home in there, and that's what's playing this music. Um, and sometimes if I'm like taking a nap during the day because I did a weird shift or something, I just tell it to play um, forest noises. It's called, and I, it's like chir- chirping birds, running water, stuff like that. That like that helps you sleep. I don't know. It's kind of nice. Drowns out everything else. I don't want to hear chirping things. That means I'm outside. It's probably hot. I'm disgusting. I'm covered in a layer of sweat. There's mosquitoes. Something can come inside and get me. That is the opposite of relaxing. Give me the beach. Give me the beach. The woods. You want? Yeah. What happens in the woods? There's bears. There's like people. Like uh, what's the movie where they just murder people because they can? Strangers. Okay. That's scary. I don't want to be in the woods. Give me yeah, a beach. Yeah, but but waves, beaches. I mean, think of the yeah. I got my feet in the sand. No, but I got my jaws, Justin. Yeah, yeah but I'm not in the ocean. I'm, but I'm you're not seeing the woman. The you're I'm seeing the woman there. get ripped apart. No, <laughs> I'm the sitting there. My feet is in the sand. I'm relaxing, dude. Beach noise, a water, ocean, way better than I don't. But I don't want all that crap. I don't want overbearing ocean noises as i'm going to bed but why is crickets and animals that could potentially <laughs> attack you or sit on you or touch you a more relaxing thing it's not bear sounds it's not bear sounds it's just like but it's you know, the implication i i don't i mean there's I hear, other things out there i hear the beach i think of uh deep water that that movie that awful but the movie. difference is you're just 
you're in the sand. You're not in the water. But but why then can't I say that we're on a deck outside in? Yeah, but the difference is. The fish and jaws are not going to jump onto the sand. The bear <laughs> just going to walk into your house. A murderer but, but the, just going to walk into your house. Okay. Well, there could be a murderer on the beach. No one murders people on the beach. Are you <laughs> kidding me? It's so open. Everyone can see everything. In the woods, on, it's dark. On. I'm trying to think of one movie where someone is murdered. On you the can't. Beach. Think about it. Uh, Other okay. than the beach. Other than on, the beach. But that was a secluded island, okay? On Her Majesty's Secret Service, James Bond kills three men in the surf. Okay, but that was also, like, a Bond movie. People aren't just killing people on the beach. Like, in every scary movie. Can you ever think of a scary movie where the people are just getting murdered on a beach? The answer is no, because you don't murder people on a beach. It's too chill. See, now, you're picturing the woods. It's called forest. They're different. Uh, forest is also very scary. It's there. What did Ted Bundy do? He fucking raped all these women and murdered them in forests. Spoilers, man. That's not a spoiler. The Ted Bundy's real story happened 25, 30 years ago. Well, I guess, I, I guess we should get into it then, huh? Yeah, I think we should. Um, in conclusion, <laughs> beach sounds much better. In conclusion, if you're a lake person, mountain sounds. Mm, still horrifying. That's where like Bigfoot is. Oh my god. Why do you think Bigfoot's bad? I don't care if Bigfoot's good or bad, but the <laughs> fact that Bigfoot could be close to me is not relaxing. <laughs> okay, and if you're in Jersey, you have the Jersey Devil. Is that relaxing? Oh no. Let me fucking you, listen to the music of the Pine Barrens. This all stems back from when you came to my Lake George house. You were you couldn't sleep. I was very scared because you also put us in the room next to the boiler room. And this was like where we used to watch like we used that was like the first like within a year of me watching Nightmare on Elm Street for the first fucking time. I mean you were we, terrified my head was next to the boiler room. What do you want from me? Oh my god. But you were also in a room with five other people. It doesn't matter. You're not gonna protect me. You're like thirteen year old boys just gonna get murdered. We want we wanted to just drag your sleeping bag out to the woods in the middle of the night. I would have killed myself, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a backfire. Yeah. Uh, that would have haunted you. It would have been that, that would've that would have yes, it would have haunted us forever. Yeah, good. Um, all right, well, so in Speaking of missed opportunities, Justin. Um, <laughs> so we're going to review a Netflix movie this week. Let's do it. So that's like a seventy percent chance that this is going to suck. Wow, I'd say that's argue. That's right. Seventy. Well, it depends on the movie, right? If it's like a rom com, it's like eighty percent chance of being great. Oh my god! All right, everybody. This week we are reviewing extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. Let's get into it. We have been witness to the unspeakable horrors of the defendant's heinous crimes. You have seen ghastly injuries, smashed in faces, broken jaws. Will the defendant please rise? For years, I've carried this guilt that I'm to blame for everything. <laughs> if only I hadn't trusted you. I promise you'll never leave me this. Another missing girl, isn't it? And what you just heard was a clip from the trailer for Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. And uh, it stars Zach Efron, Lily Collins. Oh, you're killing me. 
IMDb. Hold on. Shot. Why? Uh, because it never lists them in like the proper order. It's like the, the way that they. Well, you use the website or I use the app and it's fine. Let's see. Yeah, I use the website because I'm an asshole, I guess. Here we go. Google, always, always reliable. Zach Efron, Lily Collins, James Hetfield of Metallica for some reason, Kaya Scodelario, uh, Jim Parsons, Haley Joel Osment, John Malkovich, as himself, and many others. <laughs> uh, and it's directed by Joe Berlinger. It's very you know what he did. Name. What did he do? He did a Metallica movie. That's probably. I think he produced something for. Oh Metallica. no! He wrote, he wrote a book, Metallica: This Monster Lives. Really yep. into Metallica, apparently. That explains it. He's friends with James Hetfield, and James Hetfield said, "I want to act." He was like, "Oh." I don't. Okay, yeah. Uh, oh, that's the sickness. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a different that's, band. I I don't know heavy metal. I just don't. It's not my thing. Okay. He said, Master of Puppets, pulling the brains. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he was like, when when uh, when they gave him the chair, he's like, and night. <laughs> that was good. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that noise you heard. That should have been, been the soundtrack, but with Ted Bundy. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, so, sorry, yes. That was funny. Justin, what's this movie about? Okay. A courtroom frenzy ensues and sweeps 1970s America when a young single mother reluctantly tips the attention. Wow, what a spoiler. Yeah. Uh, of a widespread <laughs> manhunt toward her longtime boyfriend, Ted Bundy. Well, spoiler alert to that one. <laughs> All right. Um,. Well, yeah. So we're going to do no spoiler, spoiler section. No spoiler section for this. It's real life. Everyone knows Ted Bunny is guilty of sin. He murdered over 30 people. Yeah. Um, he's a very bad human being. Was, Was a, a very, very bad, bad human, human being. being. Um, okay. So this movie, Justin, I got to say, the first half, not feeling this movie. Really disappointed with it. Had trouble keeping my attention. Second half, when the trial starts, I got more into the movie. Uh, I feel like everybody woke up and said, oh, I'm in a movie. But I also, overall, didn't love this movie. I think that's a fair assessment. Uh, One hour and 50 minutes could have probably taken out a good 30 minutes of this movie. Um, (laughs) Unfortunately, you know, I I agree. I think the the court case is very compelling. And that's the main focus of the movie for the most part. And it's it's more of a character piece than a crime piece, if that makes sense. So I'm barely a character piece. Correct. Because, you, you know, they really don't they don't give you the problem is they don't give you what we want, which is we want to see him kill people. Well, we want to okay. see him do it. But we want to at least have the implication that he was killing people. We wanted to see him have the cast and be like, hey, little girl, come help me with my thing. You never see it. It's t- discussed and they focus more. Yeah. You focus more on the man that Ted Bundy pretended to be and right, the, the relationship time, with his girlfriend. Okay. A little bit of that. You get a little bit. of Right. That. You don't get much. Like, like they're, they're together from the first scene of the movie, essentially. And 
then all of a sudden he's getting pulled over by cops and you don't really know why and it's just happening and you're like he didn't do anything at least we don't think he did anything but obviously he did do something but the way that they i i felt like they were leaning too much on us knowing his story um i i think what they really did is they they gave it to us from the perspective of even though it's it is third person omniscient for the most part the they do try and give you a limited perspective from him and they give you the perspective of the girlfriend for the most part, I think, or, or pretty much anyone who is viewing the case. Okay. But uh, the perspective of the girlfriend from the halfway point forward is just the, from the bottom of a bottle. Right. Unfortunately. So they just give you what, you know, like what would have happened if your, if your boyfriend all of a sudden just got fucking, picked up in the street for murdering 30 people. You know, it happens yeah, but, all but like I, that's the thing. That wasn't even the scope of this. I know. I, it's a very kind of interesting directing that's decision that's or not, writing yeah. decision to make. No, but that's not how it worked. Also, it seems like it, at the end you find out he confessed to all those basically right before getting zapped. Yeah. But who cares? Like that? I don't care about that. I wanted to see him do the stuff. I mean, yeah. did you though? After hearing the descriptions and even seeing, I mean, yeah, they weren't going to show you all of it, but I wanted but, to see him do some stuff. I don't know though, because is would that make a good movie? Were they were they trying to balance walk a tightrope here of try to tell the story of this crazy person while not um, glamorizing it? I guess there is to be said something to be said about the family the victims of the families and some respect in well that i think um, i think zach zach efron has actually had to answer some questions about like why this movie seems like it's glamorizing it, it definitely does glamorize him one thousand percent would you agree mm-hmm. i think it does yeah uh and is that a good thing do you think that's bad that this movie does that to like think, literally one of the worst people of all time I don't think it's either here or there because, again, the man – the thing is, though, this movie doesn't make it seem like he's 100% guilty until the way end, right? Right. But from as far as anyone truly knew, that's how it seemed in, in the, at the time, right? Like, okay, right, right. And so the thing is, though, it's like is there – what is the harm in, in making a movie like this? It's not like anyone's going to be like, oh, Ted Bundy, he maybe didn't – you know, maybe he didn't do it. Oh, there's the end of the movie. He did do it. Like, yeah. I, I feel like by the time this movie ends, the, the the problem for me, a lot of it with this movie was, it was just a lot of Zac Efron going, I didn't do it. I'm innocent. But I that's literally it. what happened. But okay, then that's like, then fuck, cut fuck it fuck. out. I don't want to see that. I don't know. It's I not told exciting. you this movie was too long. I don't think it had to be that long. You know, you they, know like even, even the last spoilers for the last five minutes of the movie, the last talk with him and Lily Collins, like the whole, it, it's just like four minutes of him being like, didn't do it well he was a complete fucking sociopath i had i mean what are you gonna i think do? psychopath psychopath and sociopath are synonyms but are they yes hmm. well i think uh psychopath actually the only difference is a psychopath i believe does not think they're doing anything wrong and a sociopath knows that they're doing something wrong and they do it any, right it. exactly and still yeah. do it anyway Okay, so I, I feel um, like they're different. Right, they are a little bit different, I think. But hey, I mean, this movie gave us fat Haley Joel Osment. 
Fat Haley Joel, baby. So what a what a drop off, you know. You go from Zach Efron six pack to Fat Haley Joel Osmond, Lily Collins, man. What are you thinking? Also, I'm not a big Lily Collins fan. I didn't mind her in this. She was fine. I, I mean, she just—it wasn't a difficult role to play. I mean, you just—you were just fucking sad the whole time, you know. It was like drinking and being sad it wasn't the most difficult role but i do have to say zach efron was fantastic i thought he was wonderful i think he crushed this part i really felt like he embodied this charming psychopath so well um and i really enjoyed his performance i think he was the strength of this movie i think he's by far the highlight of this film who is Zach Efron? Absolutely. Zach Efron. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think I think when he is given a moment to shine, he definitely does. Um I think I think everyone in the movie is good for the most part, but uh, yeah, he definitely comes out looking the best here. Yeah, I, let's be honest here. Zach Efron's the total fucking package and I hate him because he's good looking, he's fucking jacked, he's a good actor, he can dance, he can sing. I think he's the guy's weird. just legit. Is he a real I, I, human being? I, I think he's stupid. What do you mean? He can't be stupid. He's smart. He's doing a good job. Okay. Define stupid because I think there's de- different definitions of stupid. Like, you know, like people think, are smart think, think, in some watch, stuff. Uh, I think watch a few interviews of him, Justin. No, I think he's a, a kind man. Okay. Great. He's nice. That's... I don't think that means he, I just because he's like, who he is you think he's stupid and and i'm saying this with zero evidence so he's reportedly stupid really (laughs) i don't want i don't want to libel him you know or or is it slander if it's it's, i don't know which one and i have zero inside knowledge on if he's a smart or stupid person but in interviews he comes across as maybe you know oh he is just good looking Mm, well What, what would you justin give good looking or would you want to brain I'm both, so I don't have to worry about it. Okay. I mean, I don't have you know, I don't have Zac Efron looks, but you know, not many. Neither did Ted Bundy. No. <laughs> well, I, Ted Bundy was a good. Uh, women, uh, apparently, he was. A lot of women did you still watch today. All of the, watch the documentary who I've talked to, they're like, he was a good-looking guy. I don't really, really see it. Zac Efron's way better looking, but a lot of women really think he's attractive, even he still. Looks like a. He looks like a shitty Justin Thoreau. I was literally talking to someone today about it, and they were like, "This girl was like, oh my god, he is very, he was very attractive. I get it. What? I'm like, I, I, you, I was like, you would have been murdered. She's like, probably. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm going down a Lily Collins hole, which I said it, and I regret saying it, but uh, I'm going down a Lily Collins rabbit hole, and I forgot that she, but I, I knew it, and that's why I think. I don't like her in my head. She was in that terrible rules don't apply movie with that Warren Beatty took like 18 years to make where he's Howard Hughes and it's got the bad Han Solo in it and Lily Collins and the trailer was like everywhere all the time and it was an awful trailer and then the movie came out and it was like destroyed. I don't did we watch it? I didn't watch it. No, we didn't watch it, but I kind of want to figure out a way to make a bet with you to make you watch this movie. Why? I don't want to watch it. I know. I want to make I want you to watch, watch it. the China movie in sun, with the sun. On that Netflix. was just released on Netflix today. Um, and I also want to yeah, watch so, John Wick. 
So, okay. Oh, I saw John with three. I know you did. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, Justin, this. Don't tell me if I'm going to cry. No. No. I'll tell you right now, you're not going to cry. <laughs> you'll maybe cry you. tears of happiness. I did that during Captain America. I mean, Avengers. So, you know, it's possible. Happiness or sadness? Have both. I got to say, Justin, some no spoilers coming up for Avengers Endgame, but Caitlin is watching the Marvel movies, going through them now. We just watched Captain America together, the first Avenger. And there's so many moments in that movie that like are the callbacks from Endgame that just like I'm just like oh my god, and it's making this, it better, right? You really appreciate it's making it better. It. It's making it better. And the first Avenger is not the best movie. The Captain America movies only get better from there. But there's even even the part where he dives on the grenade in the beginning is so oh, I almost teared up at that. It's beautiful. I mean, he literally just was like, oh, I guess I'm gonna die. He's the best of us. That's why I cried when the. He had the hammer. Uh, what are you talking about? You know, it's it's after. I'm assuming everyone saw it, so I don't really fucking care anymore. <laughs> it's made two billion dollars. If you haven't seen it, you go fuck yourself. So that's fine. <laughs> listen, Justin. Maybe somebody stumbled upon our podcast to 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 hear us talk about uh, extremely. Wicked. I just talked about a hammer. No one knows what I'm talking about. It's just uh, you know a hammer. Can we talk He's... about how bad the name of this movie is? It is not a good movie name. I get it. I get that the judge said it to him, but even it as a sentence does not work. So here, let me ask you, what would you have named this movie? I mean, you could have just called it vile. I don't know. That's probably better. Teddy B and the something. (laughs) (laughs) Or lady killer. Anything. No, Lady Killer is like they have a million na- movies named Lady Killer. Remember Lady There's Killer? There's one with Tom Hanks. That's yeah, it. What a terrible movie. I know it really was. What a horrible. I don't movie. even know what the, I saw that movie. Remember in one of, of the guys? Uh, I think it was JJ whatever. Jay yes. He had like he had IBS that. in it. He, yes. he like shits his pants and stuff. <laughs> Was that a Coen Brothers movie? I think it was. What a terrible movie. Yeah, I just remember bits and pieces of it. And do they all die or get caught? I think most of them die. I don't know if the very flamboyant Tom Hanks with his mustache and (laughs) kerchief. What was that? Uh, What was going on there? I don't know. It was just. That was was shortly before he had like a brain aneurysm and made Larry Crown or whatever the hell that movie was. (laughs) Well, I can't wait for the Mr. Rogers movie. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Just right, like anyway, so you would not have named this extremely wicked, shockingly villain and vile. No. Okay, I agree with you. Okay, that's why. But I would not have called it "Fun Times with Teddy B." <laughs> what about uh, just Bundy? I mean, sure, this is better. Al Bundy. Al Bundy. Al Bundy. <laughs> what if there was a Bundy versus Bundy movie? In some bizarre universe, Ted Bundy versus Al Bundy. Well, what would be the weapons of choice? I don't know, but it it would be really like a bowling ball for Al Bundy. (laughs) And Ted Bundy, I guess something. I don't know. Tire iron. He liked bludgeoning, apparently. But yeah, yeah, I mean, the... I thought the court scenes were done well in this movie to get back on track. (laughs) Sorry. The The court scenes were done well in this movie. Um... And I liked John Malkovich's kind of laissez-faire judge. Yeah, I liked he just kept saying partner, partner. It's, but that's what, actually what the guy said. You know, they took 
act, direct words from I'm sure they the did, judge. Yeah. I, I found that so interesting, which I didn't know is that it was the first televised court case. So that's a very cool aspect of the movie. I did not know. Did you know that? It had a lot of shades. I didn't. It had a lot of shades of, the, you know, the People versus O.J. Simpson TV show. Yes, except it wasn't even close to as good as that show was. Cause that no, was but it was. It, but show. it was a spectacle. It was a spectacle, and people got to see it. And there were people that were on OJ's side, just like there were people on Ted Bundy's side. Well, yeah, it was a very interesting case. No one was used to seeing would expect such a good-looking, you know, smart, well-calculated man to be an absolute goddamn fucking psycho like he was. I mean, he literally escapes jail. He could have gone to Mexico. He could have done anything. Instead, he just fucking murders more people. Yeah, yeah. He he was a psychopath. <laughs> That's insane. Just go to Mexico. Go to Canada. Now, nah, just go to Florida. I'll kill a couple more people. Why not? Ugh. It's insane. And that's, but that's another thing. So the movie makes it seem like he has these groupies in the in the gallery, right? In Which the I'm sure he did, though. But they disappear. What do you mean? Like, everybody is happy when he's getting executed. So Yeah, that was 10 years know. later. Right. So I just People don't, move I, on. It was just like, you know, the hot thing at the time. I feel like they really dropped that aspect of it just to focus on the one sad stalker girl, who they never really explain either. Yeah. I mean, she was just fucking weird. I guess well, no, she's they, like she says she reveals that she was in where were they Utah, this Utah, Utah, just to see him. She was in Utah just to see him. But yeah, why but was I she... mean, she they must have dated at some point, but they really didn't go into that aspect of it. I wish they mentioned a little bit more of that. Um, there the selection of what to show and what not to show and what to tell and what not to tell yes. is very is what it's kind baffling. of is kind of what really put this movie off. For, yes. for me at least I, yes there was it just jumped around so much in the first half the second half became a little more linear which is maybe why it's better yeah because in in the the whole second half of the movie is you know whatever like a week or two weeks which is the court case you know right i don't know how long it was but before that but, you're jumping in different time frames you don't know exactly at what point everything's going on you don't really understand some of these relationships uh because they weren't very well established and then later on these relationships are paying off in ways bigger than you would have anticipated i mean obviously i didn't know the story too well so maybe they expect that the people watching are but that wouldn't be fair this it happened you know 40 years ago at this point that you, yeah. you most people you know were either not born or were very young when this trial was happening and I think the second half of this movie being better than the first isn't enough to fully redeem it. And that's why I have to say, don't see this movie. Interesting. I, I'm probably going to agree with you. I think it's, it's not worth it. If it was an hour and a half, I'd say do it. It's almost two hours. It's very long. Uh, I do really, really enjoy Zac Efron's performance as Ted Bundy. If there's a reason to watch it, it's just to see him put, put the role on. But overall, I, I think I agree with you. I don't think it's really worth the watch. Netflix, I'm, I'm, dropped, uh, Netflix dropped it in May, not in November. They know. Hmm. Yeah, but I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be. You know, if he gets a Golden Globe nomination for this, 
I'd be okay that with that. What you, that shows what you think about the Golden Globes. What do you mean? You give him a Golden... Like, there's a million. They give them out like candy. No one you're fucking throw, cares. You're throwing, him, you're throwing him a Golden Globe, but you're not throwing him an Oscar. No, I said nomination. I didn't say uh, the award. <laughs> I said give him, you know, give him a little acknowledgement. The guy deserves it. Okay. Would you be okay. fine with that? A little... if, he, if he got nominated for a Golden Globe? Yeah. Sure. I'm a Zac Efron fan. What are they called? What are Zac Efron fans called? Um, uh, I don't know. Preteens? I'm looking at what the fan names are called. What are Zac Efron fans called? Ooh, Zachites? Uh, I don't know. High school musicals? Fer- fanatics? Efronians? Uh, there's no, no, no. That's bad. No one really has one. You know there's nothing better than Cumberbitch. <laughs> <laughs> like nothing. Yeah, I mean, it's really just perfect. <laughs> Justin, this, as far as Netflix movies go, this or Triple Frontier? Triple Frontier. Every time? Yeah. I'm not saying Triple Frontier is not a perfect movie by any means, but I found it more enjoyable than this. Would, yeah, I, I think. It was just that more was action. That was a long-ass movie too, though. Yeah, that was also a little too long. A lot of walking. I want to, you know, it's the best movies, the ones that you don't want to reveal. Shut it! I hate you. Perfect Shut date. It. Someone great. Someone great is so good. Can we? No one is talking about it. Everyone's on. It's so the good. The only person, the only person talking about it is you and my goddamn television because it's Netflix throwing it at me. It's so good. I'm telling you, review Perfect it's really Date, good. We should review Perfect Date. I would review it. I saw it. But why wouldn't you watch? I'm telling you, someone grades better than Perfect Date. Listen, man, you picked one. That was it. No, someone great is so good. It's a really... Um, you know what's hopefully going to be really good, Justin? What? Detective Pikachu. Oh, my God. The reviews are lukewarm. That's because not everyone is a Pokemon fan. We are. Yeah, they said if you're a Pokemon fan, you're gonna like. It. Oh, I can't mm. wait! I can't wait, and I love Ryan Reynolds. He's just a delight. Just- and listen, I tweeted this earlier today. I didn't know that Kaigo and Rita Ora made a fucking song for Detective Pikachu, and it's a banger. Well, okay. I just listened okay, to it but, today. But Kaigo, all of his songs sound exactly the same. Wait, first off, you don't like Kygo? Kygo's great. I didn't great. say that. He- I didn't say that. I like his song. One. Song. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? They're all good. Dude, the, and they you got to listen to them. I, I use his songs a lot on my show when I was in charge of Opens. And they all have a good beat. But then you realize they all are almost exactly the same. They're not one. Sometimes they're slow. And then it picks up a bit. (laughs) And then then there's another one that's faster. And and then then, it slows down. And then it picks up again for the end. And they're good, catchy songs. They are. They're catchy. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'll listen to this one for... for You wouldn't... wouldn't, Yeah. I mean, come on. They're doing everything right. They got Kaigo and Rita Ora on board for a song. They got the, the look of the movie a hundred percent right compared to sonic sonic which is now go undergoing yes. major <laughs> redesigning of the character because it looked like a fucking mutant i know horrifying I, I know. why don't they just make sonic look like how he looks in the goddamn video game <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
<laughs> Apparently they said I was reading like they were like they were concerned that the look of like the one eye mush would be alarming to people. One eye mush. Not this what? You know how like he has the side eye in the in like all the drawings and stuff, how he was originally it's like Yes. I was like, they were like alarmed that they thought that designing him to look like that would be weird instead of making it. So they made him look like some kind of murdering psychic, <laughs> psycho human mong. I don't know what it is. A monster. Someone fixed him. Someone fixed it. Did you see it? No. It's instantly better. You got to send me it. Okay. Someone also fixed it. So they took his teeth and put it where his eyes are. They put his mouth, his eyes, and he has double teeth eyes and his arm. Oh <laughs> you know what? You know what that is? Just to bring it full circle. That's the monster that's in the woods and in oh the forest. Okay? <laughs> that's what's coming for you when you listen to the crickets at night. No, that's what's coming for you, Justin, because you live alone in a studio apartment with nowhere to hide. Yeah, except I'm on like the 11th floor and I have a doorman and nothing can really you, get you me. You don't think this this Sonic the Hedgehog tooth monster can get you up there? <laughs> it's blind. It's got teeth for eyes. I'll be okay. <laughs> all right. I just sent you the, the fixed Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, that's all the time we have, Justin. So why don't you take us out? Wait, where did you send it to? Your- oh, there. I just want to, I want to. Oh, no, that's not what I wanted to do. Penile duplex. Reading about penile duplexes. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it looks infinitely better. Yes, that's all you needed to do. It looks great. Yes. Wow, that guy deserves a job. Yep. Either way, I can't wait to see cute Pikachu. I just, I just want to see him so bad. Pika Pika. This is going to be great. It's going to be delightful. All right. So is John Wick. Yes, it is. Take us out, Justin. All right, guys, thanks for listening to this episode and our review of Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile, a story of Magal. <sighs> <laughs> uh, any questions, comments, concerns, as always, please feel free to email us at twoguysonemovie.podcast at gmail.com. Check out the site, comment all you like. You can listen to our podcast on our website. You can listen to us on iTunes. You can listen to us on any podcasting app, any and any Android phone, it all works on any podcasting app. You can also listen to us on Spotify, which is my favorite way to listen to us and all other podcasts. So make sure to listen to us on Spotify, download, subscribe, give us a review, five stars. Five stars. That's right, five stars. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. For Matt and Justin, have a good one. Bye.